Thank you for tuning in to Verbal Assault Livestream. I'm your host, Marquis Devereaux, on this Wednesday, April 8th. Today, we are talking about 5G, the new service that all the cell phone companies are trying to jump on for faster internet and faster uploads. We're wanting to know, is it helpful or is it harmful? First of all, I'd like to introduce some of my panelists. Um, coming from the left side of the opinion spectrum is Mr. Brian Parker. He's attended the University of North Carolina. He is a parent and he is a uh, work-at-home dad. Now. Brian Parker, how are you feeling, and um, what's going on with you? I am feeling great. I'm thankful to survive our uh, company's uh, last uh, job cuts, so I'm still employed. And uh, in the hospitality uh, market, that is something very, very uh, rare to say, so I'm happy yeah. to be here. Yeah, we know that Marriott International, which now includes Starwood, uh, mm -hmm. and there are people that own Marriott, Sheridan, Weston, and all those properties. They've laid off 80% of their staff, 75%. And, se and several of them have, uh, several of their properties have actually shut down completely. Oh, wow. Not, wow, wow. And yeah. they were considered essential. So isn't that something to 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 look at? Okay, yeah. I'd also like to then introduce on the panel, Mr. Samuel Kuchera. He is an international entrepreneur. He has worked in Asia. He has worked in Australia. He is now in North America. At some point, he is looking to conquer South America and Africa with his global connections and expertise. He leans on the right side of the spectrum and he is pro-Trump. We like to call him a Trumpocrat. Hello, Mr. Samuel Kachera. How are you feeling? Hello, Marquis. How are you doing? I do great. Feel great. Staying healthy. Keeping out of people's way. Watching everyone wear and not wear their masks. So I'm kind of enjoying that. Okay. And someone, um, someone has feedback in their mic, so I don't know if we need to close the window or do whatever, but let's address that, please. Um, and 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 I, I'm sure that our um, I'm sure that our director will mute somebody just to find out where that's coming from. Uh, next, I would like to go ahead and introduce our new guest. He is a doctor, and he is. Um, he is someone who leans right and is going to give us a different perspective. Now, um, doc, Dr. Daniel, are you someone who, uh, what, what, you have your PhD, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I, um, I work as a, a psychologist or therapist, and I have um, you know, finished most of that PhD. It is not completed yet. That's why one of the reasons why I said don't uh, call me doctor. I don't like even my patients calling me that. So, but I appreciate um, the uh, introduction. Okay. Uh, I work in the field, the yeah, psychology, uh, as well as in the IT field. Okay, great, great. Let's go into the topic. Um, 
I don't know what you guys know about 5G, uh, but there is a concern about its radioactivity. And recently there was a viral video being circulated of a woman, uh, I believe she's in the UK. She's questioning uh, construction workers who are inputting fiber for 5G optics. And um, right now, everybody's being told that if you are not an essential worker, you should not be out there. Yet these people were, you know, putting in these fiber optics. A second viral video that's going around has people in China tearing down the 5G poles. And what people are sort of alluding to is that this 5G and this radioactivity is causing some of this uh, mental and physical damage that people are experiencing. Now, um, Daniel, I'm told that some of that feedback is coming from your end, so I don't know if you have an open window or something, but if you can address that, that would be helpful. Um, guys, when you hear 5G, what, what, does, it, does it scare you? What do you think? Brian Parker, take the first question. What do you think when you hear 5G? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. What I think is I, when I think of 5G, I just think of, you know, faster, you know, we're in a society where things process at a lot faster speeds than, you know, when we were growing up. And it's just a progression from all of the other um, services out there. I've always heard of concerns about radioactivity and things of that nature. And I've even seen now videos even trying to explain that it's causing the spread of the coronavirus to the extent where people are being told to shut off their cell phones and all these other kind of things that haven't necessarily been founded or proven. Um, so it's just very, very dangerous to start throwing out a lot of these conspiracies without any proven facts behind them. Wow. Um Sam, you're uh, you're a person that's on your cell phone constantly, and it's often said that uh, people who use cell phones frequently have to be careful because it can affect uh, it can affect memory, and the uh, the waves from the phone actually have a psychological effect. Do you agree with statements that are made like that? I can only give my personal opinion on it, but I think it's not really true. I think that there's radiation um, in many things, including the microwave in your in most people's homes. Um, I think the frequency of the radiation would be too low to actually cause any real damage to us. Again, this is my opinion. Right. I can't really support that or back that up at the moment. But I mean, even your brain, you agree with your computer monitors would be throwing off some kind of frequencies as well. So totally agree. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. it, I think it's just um, conspiracies at the moment. I don't think there's enough facts behind it. Hmm. Okay. So, um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna gear this uh, I'm gonna gear this question toward Daniel, and this this may be a little out there for you. So just bear with me for a second. Um, here in the United States, people that live near power plants are known to suffer from certain health conditions. Uh, they're also told that living near power plants causes certain cancers, and um, it's it's understood that, that housing that's around power plants is considered less desirable. Um, in your medical profession, are you discovering any types of affiliation? I know you said you work in psychology, but do you see anything from people that you know that may live near power plants that you've observed in your practice? 
Uh, no, I have not observed that, but um, obviously there is some research to uh, that shows evidence towards uh, people who live close to nuclear um, sites, uh, maybe and other um, places where they uh, dump nu nuclear waste. Uh, those areas um, have, uh, you know, tendency to have high levels of cancer. Uh, and one movie was uh, that we, you may have seen, um, uh, which was with uh, Julia Roberts. Yeah, Eric Rockovich. Yeah, that that highlights uh, that particular issue. But in this case, um, there was uh, in 2011, much before the 5G um, was getting ready to be rolled out, uh, there was a study being done by 30 international scientists who worked for the International Agency for Research on Cancer, IARC. They did an extensive study and they discovered that these type of uh, concerns uh, were, uh, you know, limited in scope. So their research uh, determined that there was nothing uh, substantial to be concerned about. And that was in 2011. There was also a study done by the WHO, uh, and they determined that there's no no ad adverse health effects okay. uh, on, uh, you know, we are talking about 5G, so on 5G towards the general population. So some of it um, may be just, um, uh, you know, concerns that people have. Others may be based on other things that, like what has been highlighted in uh, Aaron Brockovich, uh, that movie. Right. Uh, right. So, um, you know, sometimes people have a tendency to, jump at things without all the evidence that, you know, just, just as Brian was talking about. Well, you know, I'm going to go into a spiritual experience here, um, a personal experience here. And as someone who has suffered disruptive sleep cycles, one of the things uh, that I'm often told is to not have your phone near your bed. Um, I've noticed that fluorescent lighting affects the way that I sleep. I've noticed that uh, light from cell phones affects the way that I sleep. And I've also noticed that um, having a TV in the room can have an effect. Now, whether it's active or passive, uh, I have some professionals that have told me, cover the TV, hide the phone, change the lighting. And I've actually done that and noticed that I sleep a lot better. So... I say that to say what? Uh, the next question I, I, I sort of would like to ask you guys about is um, when we talk about 5G and we talk about putting these fiber optics in the ground and having so much more, so many more electronics present, um, sh should we be moving in this direction where we're an electronic society? And do we actually believe that this has no effect on us physically? Brian, would you take that question? Absolutely. Um, at the end of the day, Marky, it's kind of a it's, it's a question you really can't answer only from the standpoint of we are moving in that direction, whether we want to or not. This is just the way the wor world works. It's the same reason that, you know, we don't use CDs anymore. Everything's gone digital. It's the same reason we don't use dial up anymore because it's too slow. Everything is so fast now. Everything is digital. Everything is about 
uh, how fast you can do a connection. The fact that we're not in a studio, but we're on our laptops actually doing this broadcast would not be possible without those kind of things. It would have been unheard of years ago to do that and still be able to do a podcast. So the fact that um, we're able to do this now digitally, even though we have a lot of issues with it at times, um, this is the progression. And all 5G basically means is, is that you're going to do things faster, but you're also going to do them uh, a lot cheaper too, because it's going to be more and more expensive to keep doing it the way we're doing it now, because uh we find better material, we find better ways of doing things, and the current infrastructure may not be able to support it. So we always are going to move into a way where it does mean that there may be certain things that we may sacrifice, like a couple brain waves and radiation, um, to be able to get those things. Well, now, wait a minute. Well, now, wait a minute. We've talked about nuclear sites. We know that has that has a damaging effect. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone here that has not heard not to stand in front of the microwave mm-hmm. uh, because there are certain types of uh, waves that come out that, that can be damaging to you. So with that being said, uh, you know, I'm going to direct this question to Sam. Sam, you have lived in China. And even though China in many of its larger uh, cities is sort of a powerhouse uh, economically and population wise, uh, there are r- rural communities that live toward an older way of life. Um, from what I know of you, you're someone that meditates personally. And so would you, but, but, but you're also someone that uses your phone quite often to handle your business. Do you, do you yourself remove yourself from the electronic requirements when you're looking to be in your quiet space? No, I don't. Um, What I love about the body, the body is amazing. It can handle so many things. It's probably one reason why we've been on this planet for several million years or whatever. Um, No, I I don't find it necessary to remove myself from anything. Uh, It's one of life's little little pleasures at the moment. Keeps us connected, like Brian was saying. Um, Okay. So you don't, if you need to you meditate, don't if you need to meditate or calm down or something like that, that's that's something we do within ourselves. As far as the the electronics, it's a way of life now. Um, the older generation, I would say 40s and 50s and up, um, we're gonna outgrow some of these things, and and we might we might even look back and say, I don't want this, I don't want this. But the younger generation has grown up with it, so they're gonna be all for it. You know, they're the they're the the next wave of of in, ingenuity. Um, okay. So yeah, okay. this this is it. Okay, so we're moving away from nature and we're moving toward the electronic world. I didn't say that. Um, no, that's an observation. I don't agree. Okay, and 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 explain why. How this? There's tons of people who are trying to go vegan. There's tons of people who are uh, enjoying taking themselves on yoga retreats and, uh, and enjoying their massages and, and uh, going organic. So, no, I don't, I don't agree that we're going away from nature. It's, it's called life balance, man. Some people mm. will balance other than, you know, right. differently than you. Oh, okay. Know? Okay. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to ask our, uh, our psychologist in training who is on the panel, 
do you find in your practice that people are needing to move away from the electronics in order to leave a functional life? Do you find that this is an issue that we're dealing with in, in the new millennium? I think there is uh, substantial evidence towards that. Um, for example, in the prior discussion uh, or just a few minutes ago, we were talking about quality of sleep. Yes. So just, uh, by looking at um, uh, the statistical data, uh, it seems like the quality of sleep improves uh, by virtue of uh, no bright lights in your room, uh, so keeping a, you know stay, keeping your um, cell phone away, uh, switching off your television, uh, you know, uh, thirty minutes or an hour before you go to sleep, uh, or not having a TV in your room. All of these things uh, add up to better quality of sleep. Mm. And uh, so you agree with me? You're saying prove what I'm saying. I would tend to agree with you because the there's more scientific uh, statistical data that backs up, uh, you know, that um, that type of uh, research that that show that um, people who uh, have begun to depend on technology in so many ways uh, tend to, you know, uh, lack better quality sleep. Uh, and um, their lifestyle, you know, tends to um, suffer because of that. So um, I think uh, stepping back um, to a time in an in a previous generation when we did not have these things, many of these things, right. actually, uh, in my opinion, helps okay. for us to the quality of life. Thank you for that. I'm, I'm going to move this next question to Sam. Uh, you have seen both viral videos that I'm referring to, the woman in the UK that questions why there's fiber optics being installed into the ground during a uh, global pandemic. And you've also uh, have seen the, the viral video that was showing what appeared to be Chinese people in large cities tearing down these 5G poles uh, because there are theorists, conspiracy theorists that believe that these 5G components and the signals that they're sending out are causing certain health problems. You've seen this video, correct? Correct. And what was your thought when you saw the videos? What was your initial thought process? Well... My initial thought is to keep going and get to the end of the film because I like to be able to see as, see as much and know as much as possible before I speak. But what I'd like to say about it is I believe that the conspiracy theorists um, contribute to, if not create, fear-mongering. Um, many of yep. the conspiracy theorists have well, their Brian own agrees. Okay. Many of okay. them have their own opinions about a subject and then put that out there and not really supporting it or supporting it with other people's opinions, mm -hmm. and other, other people's topics and ideas rather than doing the actual research themselves. And what wow. happened 
they market themselves well enough that they become this big propaganda machine. You know, could be well, like, could be likened to cultish. You know, um, right. So well, I, I'm not uh, <laughs> Brian. Brian no, I'm with you, man. <laughs> but um, well, okay. okay. I'm going to I'm going to move this a little bit, uh, Brian. You're in agreement with Sam, so Great, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to ask you because you live in New York City. <laughs> And in New York City right now, which is supposed mm -hmm. to be the epicenter of this global pandemic, mm -hmm. building constructed buildings are still going up. Mm -hmm. We're told that only essential people should be working. Here in New York City, buildings are still going up and holes are still being dug into the ground. Mm -hmm. So my question is, why are buildings still being constructed and why is why is street work still being done? Well, and I'm sure you might have observed it as well. The real estate, the real estate industry has not stopped. Right. Well, what I what, what I saw recently, though, is, is that Governor Cuomo had put in something that basically said if it was some kind of residential stuff that would have to stop. But if it was more of things that had to be done because of the threat it posed from it not being done, those things had to continue, such as street repair, such as airports, such as bridges, rail, things like that. But um, all that other stuff, initially when we did do the shutdown, those things were left open. And the reason that I know that is because my wife is a uh, executive assistant with one of the engineering firms in Midtown Manhattan. And they're still doing quite a bit of construction right now, but most of it is geared towards the uh, MTA and the airport. Um, right, right. So, but but to your point, though, I think that was kind of left in early because, you know, when construction shuts down like that, most people understand that when a construction bid is awarded, there are clauses within those bids that basically say, you will finish by this date. And if you don't finish by this date, for every day that you go over, there's a fine. There's going to be a penalty I, I, that I, the construction I, company has to pay. Okay. So what's happening is we're saying that these people are under a mandate by their contract to finish the mm -hmm. job. Yep. But if you're dead or if you're sick, you probably get somebody else. Pro oh, well, okay. So, so, so it goes back. One second, Sam. One second, Sam. Give me a second, please. It goes back to the original question, um, Brian. Why mm. are the buildings still being constructed? And and I'm talking about business, business. I'm not talking Money. about airport. And right, okay, you answer the question. Money. Mm -hmm. I would think so. Okay, okay. Sam, you wanted to add in something. Go ahead, please. Well, I, wanted to, I wanted to bring it back to the 5G. Is it harmful or helpful? And uh, maybe I'll just pose the question to our IT expert, Mr. Uh, Mr. Daniel. Um, 5G technology is, is, is said to be very invasive. Uh, a lot of the technology that 5G is, is posing is like um, uh, a lot of... The, all of your information can be tracked. They can know everything about you. I mean, I guess that's the same with the current technology as it is now, but apparently whoever's the owner of the 5G technology gets everything on you. Um, what's your thoughts on 5G technology? 
Okay, so that's, um, um, I think, you know, we covered it to some extent, but I'm happy to give you my uh, thoughts. Um, there was all sorts of conspiracy theories, even when the, the uh, cell phone initially came out in the early 90s. Um, there were lawsuits that said, you know, my son died out of, uh, you know, holding his cell phone on his uh, left ear all the time. Uh, there were lawsuits against Motorola and a few other companies. Um, but overall, there's, a, there's been a lot of studies that have been done, a lot of um, uh, money and effort being put into studying whether cell phones and wireless technology actually uh, imperiled a human society as, at large. And nobody was able to come out with any substantial uh, data that supported such a conspiracy theory. Daniel, I think that Sam, hold on. I, I don't think, Sam, one second. I don't think he's finished speaking. You were saying something about 5G, Mr. Daniel. Go ahead. Yeah. So 5G is a new technology. There is a lot of conspiracy theories right now that are present. Uh, the not only the Chinese have, uh, you know, been um, uh, damaging, you know, uh, their their uh, the 5G towers, but also it looks like the the Britishers have also really? been, uh, yeah, British uh, 5G towers were also being set on fire because of coronavirus conspiracy theories, um, and um, so. Uh, Again, if there was any truth to it, um, you know, I don't think it would have been rolled out as it is being rolled out right now. And it has been under study, as I said previously, for at least, you know, 10 years, where, you know, before they rolled such things out. Uh, there's all sorts of studies done, you know, foremost by the United States. Um, and um, nothing has been proven uh, yet. And you know, empirical data is absolutely required to go with any kind of conspiracy theories like this. Yes. Um, that's why the yeah. FDA does its research. That's why the, um, uh, the uh, you know, um, Federal Telecommunications um, Agency does their research before they roll out, roll out new products. Yes. So um, yes. unless there is, you know, substantial amount of... Um, data that shows that people are dying in large numbers or being damaged, uh, they health, have health issues in large numbers, uh, which again will go into research that um, they, they'll, well, they, they will um, look into such um, uh, issues. And unless they find any data, then I don't think that anybody will be able to stop 5G. Thank you for that. Hmm. Long okay. Thank you, Marquis, for cutting me Sam, off. Go ahead. Guys took it from the wrong perspective. I was trying to, I was trying to interject and change the direction. Uh, Daniel, well, but he, I, I don't think he, he, he didn't, he didn't finish answering your question though. Marquis, stop cutting off. Daniel, I'm sir. not cutting off, but Daniel, I want my guest to be able Daniel, to finish your statement. Daniel, sir, I was trying to get your perspective from data, from technology, not from health perspective, from technological perspective. 5G is said that it was it's said that the technology can then be uh, taken by anyone. So the owner of the technology. So, for example, if Huawei were to lay down, uh, uh, install the 5G within the U.S., 
all of our technology, all of our information then goes back to Huawei because they're the controllers of the 5G technology, right? So I was getting, I was trying to get your perspective on do you think that having 5G technology is safe in terms of all of our information and who should rightfully, for the American people, who should rightfully uh, own this technology? I'd like to use the word safely. Who, That's a who, loaded question. Who safely can can hold this information for, uh, hold the technology and provide the technology to the American people? In your opinion. Yeah. So in my opinion, the FTC has a role to play in it. Um, and the um, health and human services uh, has a role to play in it. Um and perhaps some other agencies of the federal government have a role to play in it. Of course, uh, people uh, should also look at the advantages of 5G. It brings a lot of advantages. We are talking about better quality data, better quality um, uh, you know, cell phone communications, um, better quality video, uh, and so forth. So there will be, if somebody's trying to push it back and say there's harmful effects, I'm sure there will be uh, equal or bigger uh, push towards, um, you know, keeping 5G or having 5G um, in the United States as well as, well as all over the world. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add here for a second uh, because uh, our director has put in a note and he is uh, pulling something from the BBC. This is the maximum radio frequency level that someone in the community could be exposed to from 5G or any other signals in the greater community is so small that no temperature rise has been observed to date. He also notes that people are understandably concerned over whether, uh, you know, these things might elevate the risk of cancer. Um, but Apparently, Dr. Grimes, and I'm not sure uh, where he's affiliated, it's crucial to note that radio waves are far less energetic than even visible light. But people are concerned. And they're saying that people are understandably concerned. So they're sort of associating these 5G towers with a sort of possible uh, mind control. And uh, Sam... I, I believe you and the doctor discussed data control at some point. Um, does so anyone the doctor um, was not really clear on his answer with that? But anyway, continue. Okay, but 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 he but he he focuses on psychology as his area of expertise. So no, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him a pass on that. One. He's also an IT. Uh, he's also in the IT field. To some degree, yes. To some degree. Don't talk what so, you don't know. The man works in IT. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm going by what he said here. The man works in IT. Daniel, sir. Yeah. Could you explain what it is that you do in the IT field? Is that okay with you? No, I am. I do not work in the telecommunications sphere. Uh, so I'm not testing 5G uh, to be specific, but I, I put up software systems. I manage... Uh, you know, full lifecycle systems of software delivery, um, as well as you know uh, some some other IT um, type of rollouts, uh, is what I mostly have worked on. Are you also a software developer? I have been in the past. 
Uh-huh. How about And that's how I got to this page. How about in programming? Are you in programming as well? That is software development. And I used to do that for 15, 20 years. Um, and I that's how I got in you know, to where I am, you know, doing managing these type of software development projects now. Ah, I see, I see. Oh wow, wow. So yeah, um, so you've had Ryan, so you've had quite an extensive background in the IT field. Yes, I would say so. Yeah. So I, I thought my question was appropriate. Uh Marquis, uh in case you didn't get that. I just I really thought that my question was appropriate. Uh, anyway. Well, let's say let's say this. Let's say this. I'm 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 going to take it back to helpful or harmful. 5G. And the questions here are based around why is everyone having such strong reactions? Why are they associating these towers with a sort of fear? Okay, something is happening here. We have to acknowledge that people are, are, are not always responding with all the information. There, there's a lot of doubt here. And, um, you know, Brian, let me ask you, are, 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 you, are, you trusting, are you trusting technology? Are you trusting the government? And please tell me why or why not. You know, it's not really trust. Um, it's it's you you understand that every time you speak near your cell phone, uh, there may be algorithms that are recording things that you say. Um, because and the reason I say that is is I constantly will mention something, and it'll pop up on my Instagram feed or something like that. So I know those things are at work. I know I have Alexa in my uh, living room that. Uh, sometimes I'm just sitting around and she just starts talking. So do I feel 100 percent that um, uh, a trust? No, but it's a is it a trade off where there are uh, the benefits may outweigh some of the cons? Probably so. You know, um, it, I, I'm asking I'm, I'm so so right now you're saying that there's an issue with tracking with the whole. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Sam, do you feel that these people that are responding this way in the UK or China, do you think they're responding because of health issues or they're responding this way because of tracking issues? So if you're referring to the videos that, that you and I both saw, then that's the yes. health. That's completely about the health. Mm. They're worried that there's, there's the conspiracy who are saying that the that the 5G technology is damaging to the to our DNA and to our cells, and it's opening and the the symptoms that you would know that the symptoms mimic the flu symptoms. So they mm. they, they say that we're being killed by this these um, the radiation. And, uh, no one has um, any, okay. No one has any proof. Wow! Wow! Um. I, so what, but before when the conversation moved in a different direction, I was about to throw out an oddball question there. Um, does anyone on this panel think we're talking about Alexa, we're talking about Siri, and we're talking about people getting your information and using it? And, and, and now we're sort of moving into this direction where people are discussing uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, we're developing artificial intelligence. AI is the new thing. Tesla's talking about it. Bill Gates is talking about it. Does anyone here believe there's such a thing as mind control? Or do we think it's just some, some another conspiracy theory? Um, I, I'm going to let the, I'm, I'm going to let the doctor have this, uh, the, the, yeah. the doctor. yeah, go ahead. 
Go ahead. Yeah, so there is such a thing as mind control. So wow. when, yeah, so in other words, um, if you look at, um, uh, you know, some of these religious leaders, uh, anything from Jesus Christ to uh, Islam, Muhammad, uh, to um, Buddha for Buddhism. Um, uh, yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> That's the right leaning voter, but go ahead. Yeah, so um, somewhere yeah, people started listening to these figures and a um, large amount of people started following, uh, following them. Uh, so that would be one example of that. Uh, you also have uh, other types of um, spiritual leaders, uh, especially known, uh, you know, in India, we have several of them, gurus, as they call them. Rajneesh was one of them. You have many of those others that uh, one guy called Sri Sri Ravi Shankar, and he's got millions of followers, and he's even um, uh, developed a methodology called the art of living that millions of people follow, and it includes yoga and meditation, many other things. Mm. So, um, but we're calling people, that mind control? Yeah, the he uh, mind control in that sense, which is that um, uh, you know people tend to believe uh, what these spiritual leaders say, and um, so um, you know, we are all born into this world without any specific uh, direction. But over time, we are given direction by our parents and, uh, uh, you know, religious leaders, societal leaders and so forth. And uh, so they um, they tend to um, control our mind, uh, at least to, certain, to a certain extent. Wow. You know, when I, when I ask this question, I I uh, I think of myself, and one of the things that I do is when I'm in a room and I find out that Alexa's in the room or Siri's in the room, I leave the room or or don't want to have the same conversation. Uh, and when I ask the question about mind control, I, I I'm asking in a way: Do we have a sense that possibly by increasing certain radio frequencies or certain exposure that can have an effect on the way that we think. Sam, did, did, does that thought ever come into your mind? At no, all? It doesn't. no, it no. doesn't. No. Um, I, I don't think that I have enough information to talk about that, but, um, but I'm not, I don't think so. Because otherwise, if that was existing now, we would all be like robots. Right. Uh, okay, so you mentioned the word robot, Brian. When we are building more robots, we are mm -hmm. utilizing artificial intelligence. We are calling call customer care centers, and we are getting bots that right. answer us as if we're speaking to humans. Mm -hmm. Mind control. At fifty years, we might have society run by robots as opposed to humans uh, who will be inputting the data to the robots. Do, 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 you think, do you think we're moving in the right direction with that? Well, if you specifically with the bots, you know, I don't like it because when I'm, because it's, 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 it's nerve wracking when I call somewhere and I think I'm about to speak to someone and they say things in a human way, but you know what they're basically doing is listening for, 
words that you say to direct how your call goes. You know, tell me a little bit about your reason for calling. And then you say billing and it picks up the word billing. Or if you say customer care, then it, it's directing it that way. But if you're trying to ask something that's a little bit more complex, I'm sorry, can you repeat? You know, you get that, that frustrating shit. It just makes you want to reach through the phone. Um, I think that we need to be careful because there's a human element that should always exist. And when we just basically give a lot of that up because of convenience. Now, I understand that at the end of the day, that's replacing a person. That's keeping a payroll down. That's keeping certain costs down when they do that. I get that. But at the end of the day, I, I don't like it as a consumer. No. Okay. So uh, we're about down to five minutes in the program. And so I'd like to ask the original question again. Um, and Sam, I'm going to ask you, is 5G helpful or harmful? It, does it serve us? Uh, does the, do the Alexis's and the series and the electronic world, is it serving us? Or are we losing our humanity? Both. Um, like Ryan was saying, Interesting kind of, answer, by the way. people people are starting to depend too much on technology. Um, I like to say, in the end, Mother Nature always wins, so we should never forget about Mother Nature. Um, yeah, that's right. And right? that's what we're experiencing now, I, I guess. Well, yeah, we are. Um, okay. We have our own minds. We have people who can help us with our thinking. If, if we're going through depressions, we have people who can help us to enjoy more. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people also like to don't like to, but must depend on medication for that clearing, that clear thinking process to happen for them. Oh, that, that disturbs me. Yeah. I have a friend who's a psychiatrist, a, a doctor of psychiatry and, um, and he recently came down with the coronavirus, but I think he's, he's recovered. Um, he's, he's a, the doctor and his complaint is that there is too much um, medicine being given out. Wow. In the terms My of, doctor. Yeah. in the terms of being given out for quota, as opposed to actually, yes. necessary. this is crazy. diagnosing. Yeah. Well, no, no, the diagnosis might be right, but, but, but they, they're just quick to jump on here. I've got to give you some medicine instead of working out another way, instead of working out through psychiatry, psychiatric practices or even psychological practices. Um, and they're doing that because they have to, they have to meet a quota. How much medicine must be given out? It's also dictated by wow. a quota. Yeah. Ooh, like a, okay. That's, a, that's, that's a trigger word right there. Okay. Because you've got to meet the quota. It's the same thing with these psychiatrists. Right. Dispensing okay. medicine. I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to move this question over uh, to Mr. Daniel, who, uh, works in psychology now now let's be clear there is a difference between psychology and psychiatry and psychiatry does involve the administering of medication uh so i can give you uh i can give you about a minute for your response on that mr daniel go ahead can you please repeat the question uh the question is in regards to uh 
I'm sorry. I'm looking. I'm looking at a different sheet at this point. Um, the the question was in regards to um, are we moving away from humanity uh, as we become more of an electronic society? Do you think that we're moving in the right direction? Um, I would tend to agree with some of the observations made by Brian again um, that um, we're losing some of the human connection. Uh, you know, wherever we call nowadays, um, uh, and it almost seemed like uh, Jack Welch was the leader of CEO of uh, GE. He um, took on the leadership in these things, which is when you call anywhere, you know, a, a recording is answering. And you called it a bot. And then it's trying to pick up our cues as to what we are trying to do, where we are trying to reach and so forth. And in many cases, you know, the reasons we are calling is not uh, falling into one of those specific groups that they um, have it, um, you know, in their system. We spend more time. So in the end, we spend, end, up, end up spending more time uh, trying to get to a representative or an operator. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it would have helped if, just as before, we had somebody answering the call, um, which used to be prevalent uh, at least 30 years ago. Uh, and uh, so then they could direct our calls to whichever specific area that we uh, needed uh, to have the conversation in. But it all seems like they have uh, so many options and sub-options that uh, almost none of them uh, seem to match the criteria. But also it seems like um, you know, the sub-options may have uh, another, so if I pick, uh, if the sub-option has 10 sub-options and I pick number three and that'll have another 15 or seven sub-sub-options, and it almost seems like all of those uh, you know, 15 sub-options are leading to the same person because uh, some of them are sort of close you know, to each other. Why would they, yeah. Thank so, you. Yeah, we're losing that uh, human touch. I, 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 I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, so what we can basically conclude is that uh, people are concerned. Uh, we seem to be moving into a direction um, where we're becoming more of a digital society and less of a human society. And uh, how do we hold on to that humanity? I, I do want to thank my panelists for joining us on this Wednesday when we were discussing 5G. And I want to thank our audience for listening to us on Verbal Assault live stream. We are a political podcast, and we know opinions can be very strong. And if you would like to be part of the conversation, please join us on Cast Crew 212 at Gmail, C A S T C R E W 212 at Gmail. I am your host, Marky Devereaux, and we look forward to having you on tomorrow's program. Which country is safe to live in and why on Thursday, April 7th? We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Oh, I'm different.